Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. back <laughs> i was in the middle of counting down yeah i know so usually here on the ham and spam retro review we will talk about retro things anywhere from 90s cartoons to toys to video games um but today we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our heart because it kind of has a retro feel to it it harkens back to our to retro yes uh if you're just joining us from our previous episode alex is still here t-bone and, it is still technically Christmas Day. Um, no, it, it's not. It's it's literally it Christmas is. Day. Yeah. It's not technically. Well, when people hear this for the first time, it's not going to be Christmas Day for them anymore. But it's still literally Christmas Day for okay, us. Okay, whatever. So technically On Christmas Friday. Day. Um, we tease that we're going to talk about The Mandalorian. And not just necessarily the last episode. We're going to talk about the whole... Oh yeah, a lot of spoilers. spoilers if you have alert. not watched, yeah, we we'll probably need to put that. We've yeah. never had to do that. Spoiler. Well, alert. no, I think we have, even though we talk about games that are twenty years old. Well, this is a lot fresher than yeah. this. this is a lot fresher than so this. Yeah, this, could, it, this could upset a lot of people. If you're so, if that. you're not completely caught up all the way through all sixteen episodes of the Mandalorian, yeah, if you're not up to date on Mandalorian, then you might want to step out. That's my nephew calling. I'll call him back. <laughs> I uh, hope he never hears this podcast. Um, so, where to start? Uh, when this when this show was kind of announced, it was right on the heels of Disney's takeover of Star Wars, and everybody was kind of on that. Yeah. Um, episode seven yeah, came yeah, out. This, and it was very the popular. Steam hadn't left yet. <laughs> Here it From goes. From the Disney trilogy, you guys might get to y'all might get to hear salty hammy because that's my favorite hammy right now. We've been in a discussion about Star Wars, and he's been rather salty, but I think he's kind of kind of calmed down now. I think he's said his piece. Look, I, I was a huge Star Wars fan as a kid. Right. I, I'm uh, still a huge Star Wars fan. I'll never too. forget where I was when I first found out they were going to do the prequels. I was so excited. Of course, you know, there was the initial letdown of episode one, but you know what? Two and three were great, Yeah. in my opinion. I, I enjoyed both of them. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What abomination... Or what, what an abomination, 7, 8, and 9. Uh, 8 and 9. See, I, I'll give you that. 7 was Se- okay. 7 was the best of, of the of the new 3. Yeah, 7, yeah. 9, and 8. N- yeah. I mean, 7, 9, and 8. 8. 8 was atrocious. I mean, I, from a storytelling standpoint, it's not a bad story. From a Star Wars standpoint, it's not a good Star Wars story. No, well, no, it's episode 4. I mean, it's basically episode 4. Right. And that's why I say you can't necessarily, you know, completely crap on episode 7 because it's for but they also the writing you cannot 
connect with any of the characters at no. all. There's no character connection there. Absolutely for, not. Oh, oh, please go down this road again because that was amazing storytelling from you guys. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's just. I don't uh, know if we should save that rage for <laughs> yeah, another no, let's, let's just episode. say. Perhaps that, a bonus episode. Let's just say that we're like most Star Wars fans. We were rather displeased with the <laughs> Disney trilogy. And I really hope that somehow, some way, they make those three movies not exist anymore. Well, and we'll talk about that on the backside of this because there's some there's some things going on. Um, so we were talking about Rogue One. I liked it. <clears throat> yeah. That's a, that's a, that's that Rogue te- One was I great. Is that still- technically a Disney movie? That's literally a Disney yeah. movie. Okay, I'm, I, I, I don't think you know what technically best, is. No, I just I couldn't it's remember. It's the best Star Wars Disney movie, in my opinion, right. that they did. And so right. you can have Rogue One, one right. and you can have Solo. Solo, I like that one. It was a good one. Without 789. Yeah, 789 don't have to exist. I wish they didn't. Amen. I mean, or, you know, the story was almost there. It's like they had the foundation... And then they just didn't build the rest of the house. Yeah. That's what it was like. Yeah. It's like, hey, we got this foundation, but we can't find any good riders to build the rest of it. So, Well, I mean, they they spent billions buying Lucasfilm. And then they're like, hey, everybody, we're going to make movies. And yeah. stocks go up. And then it's like, oh, crap, we've actually got to make these movies. <laughs> and, the, you know, again, I, in my opinion, the the writers used the force as a crutch that entire trilogy. Yeah. It's like, oh man, we kind of wrote ourselves over in the corner. Oh, don't worry, the force will pull us out of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, <laughs> like you the said, the, the story was just kind of, was all over the place. The characters were unrelatable. The, the plot basically made a mockery of everything in the original trilogy. Mm, it did. But, you know, Let's let's talk about the Mandalorian, which I think is fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely, it's the best thing Disney's done with Star Wars franchise. Yeah, more more so than Rogue One. Oh, absolutely. Okay, I thought Rogue One did a really good job tying you know three uh, to four. I mean, it was a great story. I love the. It was a great movie, but to see and have Star Wars in an episodic series has been awesome. To have that to look forward to every week every for week. eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, instead of having to go ten years between. Movies. <laughs> Assuming they they put one out every year, uh, you know, looking at you, Game of Thrones. Wait, you also see the other spinoffs they're doing. If they're yes. any, if they're eighty percent of the Mandalorian, they'd be good. Yes, in my opinion, absolutely. So Mandalorian starts out, uh, kind of gives you a a backdrop of, you know, what the Mandalorian people are. Well, you know, I, honestly, when I first heard of the show, I thought it was gonna be about Boba Fett. I did too. I I, pers- I personally did as well. I am too. I'm glad that they, I mean, they started from ground up. They're not using any crutches from the original. Right. I mean, they started their own thing. Right. They, they use some of the backstory from it. And, you know, and a lot of people probably don't know about them. I didn't because I didn't watch Rebels and I didn't watch, what was the other animated one? Uh, Clone Wars. Clone Wars. Wars. It said after Return of the Jedi, what, five or six years after Return of the Jedi? Yeah, it's the yeah. Fall of the Empire. It's Fall of the Empire out before on the, the First realm. Order. Yeah. After Fall of the Empire, the... the New Republic is still trying to get a grip on what they're supposed to be doing. and See, something else, too. I, and I, I don't think either of you, I know you didn't, but I, I don't think you went as deep as I did. I was big in the Star Wars books, the expanded universe. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is now, when Disney bought it, just erased it. Yeah. And they're kind of cherry-picking what they want to bring in as officially canon. Right. Uh, Grand Admiral Throne is one. He was in the expanded universe. He was 
freaking awesome and i'm glad that he's you know found his way into quote unquote canon mm-hmm. so you're seeing stuff happen you know as a star wars fan after return of the jedi when i'm used to having seen like probably like a hundred years after right. return of the jedi and that's all a race so it's almost like i'm you know learning something new and having to unlearn something old right well i mean whenever the first one come out when the first season come out um i didn't know what to expect no, um I did. exactly never been done um but after that first episode it was a lot of a lot of curiosity like okay this this might get some legs this this might be pretty good well the i give props and i grew up i loved western i still love westerns westerns are i don't know as a small it's classic kid, I've tv always loved and they do such a great job of ticking that box with how they film it, how they write it. You know, the little nuances here and there, the dusty streets, the his armor chinging like it was spurs. Right. I mean, just little things like that. That I mean, it's almost like it, you need some tumbleweeds through there, and, and it's just a, it's a Western. Have you ever seen a bad Western? No. They're... Even if it's bad actor acting, you still enjoy right, it. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it's a simple <laughs> formula. It's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, I, and I think that's because the people doing this show, you know, actually respect, you know, the the material. You know, they're, they're not up there saying, you know, oh, there's no material for Star Wars like freaking Kathleen Kennedy did, claiming that there was no backstory to any of it. <laughs> uh, they're all f- big Star Wars fans. I'm not a well, fan of Kathleen Kennedy, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting uh, for that I one. wish her job be given to Filoni and Favreau. Absolutely. Well, and and we'll get into that more but more at the end. If this as well. doesn't prove that they should be the torchbearers for the Star Wars, I mean, uh, on the Disney Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that's what watch... Disney's done with Marvel. They've they've turned it. Hey, we don't know anything about Marvel and the expanded universe you guys are creating here. You guys headed it up. We're just gonna say, hey. We're, you know. I mean, why are they not just handing everything to him? Because everything he touches is gold. He's got the modest touch, yeah. man. I mean, he created the Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> and now he's uh, yeah. adding on to the Star Wars Universe. So. Yeah. and so Awesome uh, guy, too. Yeah. I've always been a fan of him. So the first time I saw him was back on, when he was on Friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's the MMA. Yeah. No, he's the rich guy trying to get in MMA. MMA. (laughs) Got his butt kicked. Yeah. (laughs) So one of the first things that came out that really got people talking about this was the what what everybody ended up calling Baby Yoda. Yeah. The child. Awesome Um, character. That has been a great character for for literally a fifty year old quote unquote using air quotes here um, kid. Just has literally no speaking parts, but to be such a a basis of a of a great you know Jedi uh, as in Yoda. Well, props to the the props team. Right, uh, they've done a I good job. With I don't that. know if y'all have watched the behind the scenes of them trying to come. They went through so many iterations of drawings, and they finally had that one that hit the heart. They're like, "That's it!" And then they, I think there's like a two man team that makes that thing work. And even the actors and actresses are talking about. Uh, 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 interacting with it on scene you sometimes forget this thing's a robot like right. they get caught up in it just like we do like it's well, just absolutely it's magic 
I mean, they did a great job. Yeah, the mannerisms are really good. Yeah, absolutely. And here again is proof that Favreau and Filoni actually get Star Wars because the original trilogy and even the prequels, one of the biggest money makers for Lucas was the toys. Yes. The toys that were sold, the yeah. just just all that merchandise. Look how much freaking Baby Yoda. Caitlin's got a plush Baby Yoda in her oh room gosh, right now. Yeah, oh gosh, yeah. It's all all over. It, Brilliant. Is Baby Yoda I haven't I don't pay attention, but Baby Yoda's got to be one of the hottest toys of the Christmas yeah, season. Yeah, how much money are they making? Is that one character. Yeah. And see created from scratch. Yeah. Episode seven, eight, nine. There's like piles of their toys still in the stores. Right. No one cares about them. Like everybody kind of liked BB-8. I mean, yeah. he, he was okay. Not uh, really. It's forgettable. He's a soccer ball, the robot yeah. head. <laughs> he was no R two D two. How are you going to make a toy of that? Uh, they did. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I, but like a like a uh, RC toy. But you could also just buy a soccer ball and paint it and give it to your kid. It's there the you same go. Thing. There you go. Knock off Wilson from <laughs> Castaway. I mean, it, it's just it, there, there's uh, there's just nothing memorable. And they tried with what was it the Last Jedi? Those little Furbies that lived on that planet. Oh, the, the prawn things. They never took off. No, yeah. no one cared. You know, the other thing about the Mandalorian is. You know, every episode you see Mando trying to overcome obstacles continually. Like, it's, everything he does is up here, but he'll battle. And he do, he's not always successful. Right. And right. that's what makes him so relatable. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what they ignored with the latest trilogy is, you know, those three characters just walk through life and everything just happens the right way for them. Well, because, even you know, even when force. he is successful, he has to really work to be. I mean, yeah, you know, I don't mean to jump ahead, but think about, you know, the first episode of season two where they're going against that, that monster that's in the cave for the, with the sand people. Craig Dragon. Okay. And yeah. they struggle with it. But no, I mean, the first monster he has to take down, that uh, Baby Yoda or... Grogu, yeah, by the way. lifts him up, yeah, yeah, when he's charging him, yeah. the rhino-looking thing. Yeah, you remember how beat up his armor was? Yeah. And he's covered in mud, and he's lost all his firearms, and he's down to his pocket knife, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and the Mandalorian pocket knife. And, I mean, he got beat down. Well, even when the... Uh, <laughs> he got beat to well, even. <laughs> well, even when he was trying to get his uh, parts back, his ship parts yeah. back, and he gets beat beat off the, the, the it gets beat down and knocked off the uh uh what is that moving fortress called oh uh the sand crawler yeah the sand crawler thank you I was, yeah yeah i mean he just gets beat up every episode yeah but he keeps getting back up yeah. it's, it's and, and we talked about that and, and a lot of people will accuse anyone who disses the disney trilogy well you don't like ray because she's a female no that's not true that's absolutely not true there have been some great sci-fi movies with female leads. Ripley. Yeah. Not Ripley. Ridley from, Ridley. from Aliens. Aliens. Um, it's just that she's not relatable because she doesn't lose. Well, and... And, and has no hard times at all. I, I know people who seem like they go through life like that. And it's I hate the them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at, and Luke. I talked about Luke. Luke lost his aunt and uncle... He lost Obi-Wan. He lost his buddy Biggs all in the first movie. Right. And home. Uh-huh. Second movie, he gets he almost gets killed by the Wampa, gets shot down in Battle of Hoth, gets uh, just 
annihilated by Vader, loses his hand, gets his whole world turned upside down, but he keeps coming back. And that's the story you want to see. Those are the characters you cheer for. That's why there are there's there is video of grown men weeping tears of joy when they see Luke come back. Well, I mean, and that's I mean, honestly, if you think about it, and you and I've made quite a bit of fun of it. That's the entire basis of everything Dragon Ball Z. Goku gets his butt kicked every time he turns around. Keeps coming back. But he keeps coming back. Uh, and guess it makes what? Him he had a float in the Macy's Day Parade. <laughs> but, I mean, it's probably some of the most relatable characters in, in history. That's oh, absolutely. usually the, their story arc. Because that's us in life. We get beaten and, and, and beat down and broken, and we want to keep getting back up and going. But if you've got this character like Ray who just... She's perfect at everything. First time she touches a lightsaber, oh, she's the best. First time she flies Millennium Falcon, oh, she's the best. I can't relate to that. No, I've no, never no. been the best at anything. Yeah. I mean, even our, I mean, go to the MCU. Even those characters, they're superheroes, and they still get beat and bashed up. And well, Why is Batman so much more popular than Superman? Because he's a normal human being. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say normal, but... <laughs> he has to struggle. Yeah. Superman, I'll just throw you into the sun. But even, I mean, <coughs> and uh, Favreau gets this. He did it in the MCU. You know, yeah. you Iron see Man. Iron Man just. Well, I mean, look at who he cast even, for Iron Man. And even or, I, yeah. after yes, Iron Man exactly. wins, he still has struggles. Yeah. He still has things he has to, you know, deal well, with. Well, even character struggles. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Back on topic. So we learn about we learn about the child, baby Yoda. Yeah. Um, and then basically the Mandalorian has made it his mission to reconnect this child with his people. He it, it wasn't his choice. Right. It was the armor said this is the way. Right. You know, this is so you're now linked, this is the way. So th that's basically what the rest of, of the series is, is trying to get uh, this this child, baby Yoda to his people, um, we learn that basically there are no other people like him. Is that am I reading that correct? Well, or we never like a species just, or okay, all right. They just they ended up giving knows. it to the Jedi though because of his powers. Yeah, I don't even know if the if that species has a name. The Yoda. It doesn't. It doesn't. Nobody knows the name of that species. Mm, okay. So uh, along the way, you know, we're we're going to different worlds. It seems like every stop, and this is kind of one of my critiques, it seems like every stop we make, we have to help whoever in order to continue our journey. Well, that's his code, right? That's true. That's true. Um, that's why he doesn't take his helmet <laughs> off, because people thought, well, Mandalorians never take it off. No, only only him and the code that he's following, right? that he's been taught, because we've seen other Mandalorians take their helmets off several times. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just you're finding out that he belongs to a strict sect of the Mandalorians and he's starting to uh I guess have to face that as he meets more Mandalorians and question everything have, he yeah, believes right come to grips with that yeah um, character struggles yeah, absolutely yeah which leads to character growth exactly and development but if you never have those struggles you never have that growth <laughs> and never have that development and nobody cares about you. Instead, you end up stealing a dead family's name and living on a <laughs> desert planet. <laughs> Salty Hammy's my favorite. Um, so, anything else? I, I know I'm probably skipping. You know, y'all don't y'all don't chastise well, I mean, me. We're, we're, I guess we're just going over the whole, yeah, whole I mean, thing. We've yeah, kind of generalized. But. Right, and and that's that's kind of where where I'm getting at. Because I mean, we could go by episode episode, but I'll have to go back and rewatch a lot of it just to kind of. <laughs> 
you, you've rewatched it since the end. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. really? Okay. I, I will yeah. say this: the Mandalorian has also, I think, brought a lot of people to Disney Plus. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because that was basically a launch title so, for Disney. Right Plus. there, that's money in the pocket. And how how long until they start like knocking on the door of uh, the Disney the Disney trilogy money? Oh. Uh, I mean that that's going to be a long way off, but you know what? That but you see how the spinoffs are doing, and well, and they stagger them. They can have a whole year. I Star mean, Wars all the time. Think about that. I mean, well, I mean, if you they, have five series that go ten weeks, and if Mandalorian was a bomb and just failed, they can't do this. No, but I, you know, but because this was so good, it's only two seasons. It's what sixteen episodes yes. total. Sixteen episodes later, I'm like pumped for everything else they're about to do. With this well, they've done a good job layout. building it up. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, trying to trying to stay on track here. Obviously, we're we're following um following tips, trying to find find the Jedi. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he starts trying to find Jedi. He starts trying to find Mandalorians first. Right. Because the Mandalorians it. can point him in the direction that he needs to go. Right. That's what that's what brings him to Tatooine. He meets uh what's his name? Cal. Not Cal, uh, Timothy Oliphant's character. I had yeah, Boba Fett's I can't armor. Think of his name now. Timmy Oliphant. Yeah. How about yeah, how about when he when he first walked in? I was like, holy crap! It's Boba Fett. <laughs> I love that actor though. Oh yeah. Timmy, oh, Timmy Oliphant's yeah. a really good actor. Yeah, and that was a great episode. Man, it's a good episode. It, it, for, especially for the first episode of the second season, it's like, hey, we're going right out the gate. You're like, holy crap, man! They're bringing it. But you know, they usually had, there's a lull. They did again. They had two powerhouse actors there. You know, kind of sizing each other up as yeah. soon as they walk in the bar. Yeah, and it goes through that that story arc continues until they're friends. Like even when they're riding out to meet the sand people, but they're they're still kind of <laughs> eyeing each other. Mendo's on his little scooter. <laughs> Timothy's uh, character pulls up and it's way bigger than his, <laughs> and he just looks at him and guns it. Like the it, it just those little nuances like that, like how they write that in and you, uh, to add to the story. What I love too is in each episode, there's little oh my gosh moments mm-hmm. where, where that you can see different levels of Star Wars fans. Like that episode, it's like oh snap, it's Boba Fett right at the end, and others are like oh snap, it's a crate dragon. We haven't seen one of those, and then the furthest level is like. There was a crate dragon pearl in that yeah. in that yeah. in there. But the well, that's a crate dragon that, yeah. that he killed. See, I thought it did. I thought like even people that you don't care about, the sand people. Okay, we got it. You know, they they killed Anakin's mother. You know, they knocked Luke out in the first. You know, <laughs> knocked him out in, in episode four. You know, they're kind of a secondary, kind of a bad guy. You, they gave them depth. Like, hey, this is all they care about. This is what they want to do. This is how they live. This is how they live. Yeah. I mean, it gave people that you didn't care about and the foreshadowing in that also. So he gets swallowed by a crate dragon, which is living in the hole of a sarlacc pit, right? right yeah. And they say, what lives in the hole of a Sarlacc pit? Probably whatever ate it. So they talk this crate dragon up for being this big monster. He gets swallowed by it and finds a way to not only kill it, but escape alive. Right. And it's like they're foreshadowing Boba Fett. Hey, it's possible to survive, yeah, survive this, this. So maybe yeah. somebody who's done that. that was the same Sarlacc. I don't know. I'm sure that the the... I'm sure they'd probably come back and say that it was. Well, they they would have had Jabba's vessel, like the wreckage there, right? 
Possibly. Yeah, they would have showed some little Easter egg, maybe. I don't know, because he wasn't in his wreckage when he got ate the first time. No, he's talking about... It would have been like right there by it. Well, maybe. I don't know. But I still saw that as foreshadowing of bringing Bubba Fett back. Right. It's like, hey, and then it's at possible the end, to survive. And then at the end of the episode, he's there. Was it that episode? But, yeah, either? but you still yeah. don't really know it's him, right? You, nobody. They, I don't know. You can kind of look at him in the yeah. face and be able to tell because they. I mean, yeah, they all they, look I mean, the same. They're clones. They, yeah, they did a good job of dropping hints here and there, and but uh, they just never brought out told you who that was. But. So, but anyway, season two is much like season one in, in, in that regard. They're they're still going from from place to place, town to town. Um, they start introducing characters from Clone Wars and Rebels. You get Bo-Katan. Yeah. And right. they get the voice actor that played her in yeah. Clone Wars. Well, it's to be Starbucks. Huh? It's Starbuck. Yeah. It's just, that was genius. Yeah. It was a genius movie. Well, and I thought part. they did a good job from, from a, you know, you're taking a character that's only been animated. You know how hard it is to bring an only yeah. animated character to life. I thought they did a great job. Yeah, and, and then they also that, also with brought Ahsoka. It Ahsoka. Yeah. Oh my goodness, her opening scene. Right. That was beautiful. Yeah. Just absolutely beautiful Com- filmmaking. Complete bad a man. Seriously, yeah. comes straight oh, out yeah. like you can't stop. Which is, me. you know, we got. I know you. You. I don't think you watched the Clone Wars, did you? I haven't yet. I want oh, to. You now. need to. But we get to watch her grow through that series, right. and we get to see her go through trials and tribulation. You mm-hmm. know, she get, I shouldn't say anything or spoil it for you. <laughs> no, no, no. I understand. I, understand. I mean, well, she died. No, that's yeah. in Rebels. Yeah. Well, it, well, we know that she died, and that they used what was it, the world between worlds to bring her, to save to, her. Yeah, to go back and stop that that's, from happening. Well, that's Rebels, but in So maybe in, they'll use that world between worlds to make sure 789 didn't happen. Uh, well, in Clone, <laughs> you know, in Clone Wars you get to see her grow yeah. and get, get trials and tribulations. She gets child for murder. Gets found out that she didn't do it and then she's like, "Hey, this people, these people I don't trust. I don't like. I'm out of here." And she mm-hmm. leaves and you get this. They did a great st- uh, story arc with her. I think that's why so many people like her. Yeah, yeah, a great character. Well, they built her up the, the correct Dave way. Dave Filoni. Yeah, absolutely. And then they brought her back, or they brought her to the live screen, and the way her interest well cast. Is, too. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm glad to see her, uh, and I assume she's going to be playing Ahsoka in the Ahsoka series. I think so. But I'm glad to see her get a main role like that yeah because she's been support class for punisher and daredevil (laughs) yeah but see that 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 episode in itself also helped build up the lore of the bowscar too right yeah the bowscar still right uh, because you know they had this staff you haven't seen a a bowscar weapon yet until you saw that that spear thing Mm -hmm. you know and then you know you've got uh the the Jedi fight with 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 them uh, the, with the two females yeah um and then of course she's telling telling um Mando to go to go to this Jedi this planet and see the, there is another there is another whole thing right there the different levels of Star Wars fans it's like oh crap it's Ahsoka Tano oh crap they mentioned Thrawn and then yeah. oh crap Tython the yeah. whole world yeah. of the Jedi right yeah. which we have never seen in live action before no. So, I mean, and this is really where I thought the series really picked up is they go here and then all of a sudden 
you've got Baby Yoda making contact with the Force, and like in this literal Force field, you, you know, Boba can't or Boba uh, Mando can't get to him to help save him because hey, there's something going on. Hey, we got to go. All right, well, you sit there and do your thing. If I can't get you, that means nobody else can. Well, then you go off, and then there's Boba Fett. There's Boba Fett, armorless. And all Finnick. he, all he's wanting. From season one, right? So I mean, there's and already talk about bringing another character to life. I mean, that wasn't his opening scene, Boba Fett. It wasn't really, but bringing a character into this uh, season, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't his opening scene, but. It kind of was. It's like his intro, and, it, and he. And it was you bad talk about another awesome intro. Just, oh yeah, I mean it was cool when he was taking out the stormtroopers with the staff. Yeah, left, right. He got did his you armor see? Oh, well, hold on. Did you see what he was wearing and the weapons he were was using was all from the sand people. Yeah, the sand people was a weapon and clothing, so it was like. After the Sarlacc pit, he probably he's, he's there been in the out sand. He right. been out there. He learned how to communicate with them, how to live in their world. And I've not even thought weapons. about that. That's good, right yeah. there. Yeah, and then he comes in and with a stick, <laughs> with a stick, with a curved stick, with a with a gigantic thumbtack <laughs> attached to it. That's <laughs> yeah, what it looked like, dude. And how about he was destroying their armor? Oh gosh, he was. And when he gets his armor back on. Oh, that whole shot where he lands behind the stormtrooper and he looks back and just looks up and that's Boba Fett. Because I, I loved Boba Fett when I was a kid. Oh, I did too. Yeah. And, I, and they uh, and I my, like the way one they, of my main complaints with the original trilogy is how they treated him. Like that yeah. was not a way to put him Don't out. Don't ever watch the holiday I'm special. So, so, <laughs> I'm so glad they, they brought him back with it. Did him justice. Well, I think that... Uh, I think they've done a good job of mixing a little bit of comedy in with this series as well. Because in that one scene, you know, there's two ships flying away and he shoots at one and he hits it and it falls into the other one and destroys them both. And Mando comes up and he says, Hey man, nice shot. He goes, I was aiming for the other one. (laughs) He's like, well, you aimed for the wrong one and got both of them. So what was your original plan? And see, in, in the extended universe, like I said, all the books and comics and stuff that went on after, uh, it was the same deal. Boba Fett, survived this starlight pit except and those he'd never lost his armor hmm. well they did a good job bringing it forward though and yeah, the way did. he gets his armor even though he puts it on and uses it and it looks so trashed yeah in the next episode he's, he's got polished it he's polished it yep. and went through like the whole military you know standard of i gotta clean my yep uh, and it's so polished and fits better. You yeah. notice that? And the first one he puts it on, it looks like he's outgrew it. <laughs> right. Well, one thing that we're missing in that is, you know, we said that Baby Yoda was in was in a force field uh, when he was talking to the force. All of a sudden, the force field goes away when he's communicating. Um, and then the bad guys who dark are... Troopers, the dark Troopers, also in the extended universe. Oh, yeah. really? Okay. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, they, they come down from... Is it the First Order... No, it's still no, the Empire. There's okay, there's still... Empire. Let's, let's just pretend the First Order is never going to exist. Okay, well, I, I, just, like to I didn't that. know what they were actually called since they're the Empire They're still the remnants gone. of the Empire. Okay. Like, yeah. They have no real leadership yet. I guess they do. Thrawn, maybe. Thrawn. Well, now he's supposed to be gone. They don't know where he's at because he and Ezra, they disappeared. Yeah. The, the outer rim somewhere or lost, whatever they call it. That's why Ahsoka's asking. Because, you know, when Rebels left off, that's what she was doing. She's going to go look for Thrawn and Ezra. Mm. So, anyway. And I think that's where her story's going to probably pick up. I hope it does. I hope they pick that up after Rebels with her. Yeah. So yeah. the Dark Troopers come down from a from a, from an Imperial ship, 
and still Baby Yoda and Mando and we can call him Grogu at this point. Yeah. Okay, Grogu. We find out that the, that the child's name is Grogu. Um, they they kidnap Grogu and take off. Mando can't get to him because for whatever reason he's taking his jetpack jet off and didn't put it back on. That's the issue that, that I had. He took it off because Boba Fett made him take it off. Yeah, right, and I get that. But, but okay, they started fighting. On. Hey, let me grab this. I might need it. I understand but, they had to do it for the story arc. That's why he couldn't get back to the top of the hill it. fast enough. But I, I agree it. with you. He's supposed it. to be smarter than that. He's exactly. A, he's a Mandalorian. He should know not to leave any part but of his armor behind. He's also human, and like humans, like us, he yeah. makes mistakes. He forgets his things. Emotional time. Yeah. So there you go. Grogu. You know what that does? That makes him relatable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you're talking about that when uh, Boba Fett jumps in Slave One. Oh yeah. And follows them. That you know, Slave One is this awesome ship that's got this. How about when Slave cloning? One showed up beforehand? It's, I was like, holy oh, crap, yeah. here it comes. But you, you've seen him, you know, when he tracks the Millennial Falcon. And yep. it's like, how do they not know he's behind them? Because it's a bounty hunting ship. He's got all the cloaking. It's the only reason why he's able to get close enough to that, uh, what's his name, ship to see what it was. See what it was, yeah. Or else they should have shot him out of the sky. So that's it's like an arrowhead, thing. by the way. <laughs> Dude, I love that scene in Empire Strikes Back when the Millennium Falcon was on the back of the uh, Star Destroyer and they released the trash before they took off in the hyperspace yeah. and just floated off. And then you see, and then you see the Slave One go after him. Yeah, is that man? That's such an awesome ship. And what was awesome about it is later on you get to see the inside of it when it takes off and they're sitting there strapped in, and you see the outside of it rotating around them. Because you know the whole thing right. rotates. It's like, it a, it's like a bubble. Yeah, and you get to see that from the inside. That was cool. Well, um, the uh, dark troopers kidnap Baby Yoda yeah. and Grogu. Um, so and they destroy the uh, the ship of the Mandalorian. So now he's kind of had to Razor Crest is gone. He's had to team Sad. up with Boba Fett, who is who is basically said, "Hey, I will help you find this kid." Thanks for the armor. Thanks for the armor. We're in your debt. Exactly. Yeah. So and the he's next, got. Uh, Oh, what's her name? With Finnick. Finnick. Yeah, Ray Finnick. Uh, is it Ray Finnick? No, Finnick something. Finnick Chan? I think something like that. Something. Anyway. But yeah, she, I mean, she's an awesome assassin. And she's teamed up with him because you see him save her at the end of that episode where Mando teamed up with that crappy bounty hunter, wannabe bounty hunter. What I like about what they're doing with Bobby. You mean Fett, the robot? No, no, no. The, uh, you know, there's that crappy bounty hunter that's going for her. Trying to, he's trying to get into oh, the guild. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And he that's guts, season one. Yeah, yeah, he guts shoot, shot her, and then at the end, that's when the first time you see uh, Boba Fett's feet walk up to her. Right. Well, what I like about Boba Fett is you see that you know he's not just this evil character. He's a bounty like hunter. He's portrayed in the original trilogy. He's got a. A, like a code morals right. that he follows. I mean, I guess all Mandalorians have that, and that's why he goes to help uh, the Mandal uh, Mando. Um, so it, it, you know, in the because he could have just left in the comics. Oh, absolutely, it, it actually he goes into more detail about he hates the Empire. Actually, yeah. the way they treated him. Well, because you know they hire him to do a job and then they don't hold true to the promise all the time. <laughs> That's the empire for you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so fill me in because I'm kind of a blank right now because of the last episode, the, the episode between those. So, oh yeah, Grogu that gets, was a great Grogu episode. Kidnapped. It's a good episode. 
and then the, the last of, episode. But what's that one in the middle? Well, well, before we go any farther, the end of that episode where Grogu gets captured, and Mando sends out the that message. Message? No, that's not. That's no. That's the that's, that's the that's one. Right, that's the one right. before. That's where it's I'm getting the to. Bill Burr. Uh, uh, Episode. It was a yeah Burr. okay yeah. that's right that's right so they which end up, by the way Bill Burr is, is a, a fantastic actor. actor absolutely to to and in two he had two episodes by the way two episodes first episode he did a great job making you absolutely hate his character mm-hmm. and the second episode he does a great job of making you absolutely understand his hate you know yeah. understand his character yeah. what, where you know, where all his hate two comes episodes. from. This, he had all less, than, less than two hours to do that. Yeah. He did it. He did more than seven, eight, and nine combined. <laughs> That's I, right. Yeah. I watched an interview with him. He would not watch his episode. Really? Dude, he did a great but, job. And, except for the one scene where he's talking, and all I said was he's talking to the guy that he used to work for. Yeah. He said he did want to watch the scene and see how it they turned out, it. but uh-huh. said his wife watched it and loved it. Yeah, it was a great... But that episode you're talking about, um, that was a great episode for a couple of reasons. One, it humanizes uh, the stormtroopers. Like yeah. you see it from their point of view, right? You know, all of a sudden they're in the the shoes of the stormtroopers, and mm-hmm. they're trying to survive on this planet. And, and yeah, they're get, not just well, they're mining. Evil. Yeah. They're yeah, not, they're doing their job. They're mining. Uh, you ever cheered for Tie Fighters showing up? <laughs> yeah, they just and then they get in there and the and they're cheering him on. It's like in uh, episode or uh, which one is it that uh, after they blow up this uh, first Death Star and uh, Luke comes flying in and crawling out of his X wing and they're all cheering him on as yeah. he crawls out. It's like the exact same shot oh, from the shot other side. Yeah, it's on the true. other side. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like all of a sudden you got these guys crawling out of this after being the only ones that make it back and the stormtroopers are like, yeah. And and we're cheering for Mando to kill these pirates. But these pirates are fighting the Empire. <laughs> right. So wait a minute. Are we cheering for the bad guys now? That's, yeah. I, it's, and you can only do that with great writing. Again, yeah. It's like a double hill turn in wrestling. It really is. It really is. And the and then that and that's such a great episode because we have to watch him question his upbringing and his religion, if you will, about removing his helmet. Yeah, because he has to remove his helmet, or he's, he's gonna get to, family. He's gonna f- bought out. He's but now he's to. in the system. That's how they get you. That's true. He's gonna get a lot of mail from Sirius <laughs> XM now. But you know that was a great struggle. So and 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 Bill Bird does such a great job foreshadowing that. That moment when he talks about mm-hmm. we're we're a lot of like and you know uh, he talks about what you would do <laughs> just shoots him. I thought it would have been funny as he shoots the guy. They look back to the one stormtrooper holding his tray. It'd be funny if that stormtrooper said, "Oh, thank God, I hated that guy." <laughs> I thought they were. I <laughs> thought just he was sat down and started like, eating. I really thought that guy was going to be like, "I've been wanting to do that for a while" or something. <laughs> they start cheering again <laughs> as they walk out. So the um. But but whenever Baby Yoda kind of Grogu, dis- okay, when Grogu kind of displays his force powers to um, who's the bad guy, Gideon. Gideon. Gideon, was that the sixth episode or was it the seventh episode? That was it was the sixth after they just caught him, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to force choke those two. He's right. sending the stormtroopers in to wear him out, like yeah. you would a kid, right? <laughs> so backtracking just a little bit to that, I thought that there was a pretty good scene because you're kind of seeing exactly how powerful Baby Yoda is, yeah. Grogu, is, but at the same time, 
Gideon's like, okay, I'm just going to let you do this until you get tired, and then I'm going to do what I need to do. Well, the reason Grogu is able to do that, the reason he's got so much power is he's tapping into the dark side. So you're seeing that. That's true. You're seeing his hate because he's he's been here before. Right. Uh, And you're seeing his hate for... Where he's at. Yeah. His situation. So, again, they do a great job with that. Uh, and then when he when uh, uh, Ahsoka talks to him talk or talks about his backstory and mm-hmm. you know he's got this a choice to make that was they did some good again it's why we like Luke so much because he struggles. Well, well, now here we are at the final episode. Speaking of well, well, at the end of of, of episode seven, season two, episode seven, which I guess is episode fifteen is where they they're doing these. They're doing yeah. them all in mm-hmm. uh, in order. Yeah. At the end of that episode. The Mandalorian contacts um, Gideon, Gideon and repeats his words to him. Yes, in a much more like stern. <laughs> I don't know, like threatening, believable, believable. <laughs> yes, way. It's like, know. oh, this guy means business. It's like this, this, this kid means more to me than anything you'll ever do, and I'm <laughs> coming for him. I mean, when you get a message like that from a Mandalorian in full armor, you know, just it's like getting one from your mom. I like, Ugh, I don't think so. <laughs> If your mom was a Mandalorian, well, that was you awesome. never know. But, but yeah, that was that. Oh man, it's, I was gonna say that's such a great episode, but dang, they've had so. There's only been they keep one, topping themselves. They've, there's only one episode uh, that I we'll haven't get there. been crazy about. We'll get there. Okay, we'll get there. So now that's we're finally, past it. and I still <laughs> well, watched we, it twice. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I've actually watched it twice, and yeah. I haven't watched the whole series twice. Yeah. So now we're at the last episode, the the, the final episode of season two. Um. Lots been going on in in the background. You you've got some some people helping you. You finally kind of located where where Grogu is. Go. They go save him. Well, they <laughs> assemble the team. Yes, they assemble what the team. a team too. Yeah, what a team. I mean, you got what four? You got Mando, Boba Fett, Bo Katan, Sasha Banks. <laughs> That's all I can Fennec, think of too. Cara Dune. So you got four Mandalorians, yeah, technically three and a bounty hunter, but right. whatever, and an assassin. No, he's and, a Mandalorian. Boba Fett's yeah. Mandalorian, and an assassin and a drop trooper. Well, they go and get the scientist that's wanting to. The whole reason for getting uh, Grogu kidnapped, anyway, they wanted to study his blood because his blood, you know, it's it's on deeper into the episodes, and it kind of starts tying back into the the midichlorians and and all that kind of stuff but the scientist that was a head scientist for getting him it basically that's where this episode starts off at they're they're being boarded yeah um and they kidnap him after a, after a little struggle they yeah. end up kidnapping him and they come up with this whole plan on how to get into this imperial ship where gideon is and speaking of uh some characters that we completely skipped over about that little struggle and how Kara Dune handles that. <laughs> just Shoots that guy in the face. Yeah. yeah. Talk about an aw- another awesome character. We haven't said anything about she her. She is awesome. But, I mean, man, she's she's freaking awesome. Like, uh, just I don't know how to <laughs> say You know say how it. awesome she is? She's freaking she's awesome. Freaking awesome. <laughs> her fight scenes are awesome. She brings some of her MMA in and, and wrestling moves in. And, and then... Uh, I like her since uh, Deadpool. Yeah, she's I had to too. But, you know, then she's also the one that... You know, she's sitting there sniping right along the side of Sison, 
And then the next episode, she's got a freaking machine gun. Yeah. And just mowing them down. And like, the thing about it, she's believable. Yeah. yeah. I love it whenever that thing kind of jammed up, which that raises further questions. Yeah, it does. I don't get me into Yeah, I'm not getting into that. But it, she's but. like, stupid. And she's like, son of a nerf herder. She said yeah, something along yeah, those but, lines or but, whatever. But how does a laser gun jam? I mean, I understand <laughs> if it overheated. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Oh, oh, it was overheated. My cooling pop popped or something like right. that. You know, I could have made something a little more believable than yeah. it jammed. Yeah, it's jammed. It, just that, hit it a couple of times. shells out. <laughs> exactly. But, but anywho. Or uh, even running out of ammo because that was a thing too, was it not? Uh, or am I wrong? Yeah, I thought that was a thing in, in the one before. Yeah, well, when he's uh, fighting the pirates on top, when Mando's fighting the pirates and he's got one of their guns and he shoots a couple of them yeah. and then it runs out and he, he throws, throws it, it at him. <laughs> So but, but, we're 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 all we're off kilter. No, but. I, I was trying to before we get to the conclusion. I was we got some character that we didn't even talk about. Yeah, we haven't talked about the dark saber either. Yeah, but uh, Cara Dune, and then uh, the the uh, bounty hunter guild's leader. Uh, what's his name? You know who I'm talking about? The guild leader for the bounty hunters that's giving out the bounties. The pucks. What's his name? I don't know. I can't think of his name now. Y'all know who I'm talking about, though, don't you? Yeah, because he he gave Mando the the, the job the bounty. Yeah. yeah, he's giving the jobs out in, in season one. He's the one giving all okay. the jobs out. I can't think of the actor's name either. Oh my! Oh, I, I know who you're talking. About. I can't yeah. think. Of, I couldn't think of the actor's yeah. name then. But either. you know, they were gonna. Sorry, guys. Don't don't hate us for that. They were gonna kill off that character, and after he did such a. Great job. Well, for one, they got a great actor, and then he just did a great job. They're like, we can't kill this character off. Right. It's so funny watching him be such a bad guy in the first couple episodes, and then, uh, I mean, to the point where Mendo shoots him. Yeah. And to get him off his ship, and then uh, a couple episodes later, he's back. Carl Weathers. Yeah. Why couldn't I think of that? I couldn't either, but. you know, then he comes back, and then they become friends again to the point where, you know, one episode he, uh, well, you see him shoot his two guards that were gonna, because uh, uh, he just couldn't do it after Grogu healed him. Right. Remember that episode? And literally, you watch him turn from this bad guy into this good ally. Right. And to the point where another episode they land, and he's over there like picking up Grogu, like he's a, he's. He's uncle, you right. know. <laughs> Such a great character writing. You go from hating this guy to he's a powerful ally. That, so. uh, to, in in my opinion, in in television, and we talk about Lost here a lot. I think that's what makes a great TV show is when you can take characters and be like that. When yeah, you can absolutely. love them one episode or one moment in an episode, then hate them the next. Takes- Sawyer. Sawyer. Oh man! Yeah, you 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 hated him when you found out. He was out. one of my favorites. When you, you read out, that letter, when you read the letter, and he was a great character. And then he kind of had dickish tendencies here and there. And you're like, eh, come on. Do I need to edit that out? Nah, we'll leave it. Okay. But he was one of my favorite characters from Lost. But I I hated him at the beginning. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, that's just it's just great writing. Is what it is. That it takes great writing and and a good great uh, actor. Uh, actor. To yeah. pull that off, yeah, yeah. because uh, what's his name? Weathers. Yeah, Weathers. He's a great, he's a great actor. Like, does he do any like 
the, the, theater, theatrical theatrical because he seems like one of those that would do that like his voice and projection he I know but off. he was in Predator one of the greatest movies ever yes, made yes it's true he was that <laughs> chopper but uh, I ain't got time to bleed Creed? no 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 uh I don't I can't remember was he I think he was is I know he was. He uh, on I'm, the, think, uh, I'm thinking Billy Happy D. Gilmore. Gilmore. Yeah, he was. He was Chubbs. Yeah, he was. He was Chubbs yeah. with the hand. <laughs> I mean, he's been around for a while. Yeah, he has. But was but he? He's, he might have been Creed. He's a great. Actor. Yeah, he was. He was Apollo okay. Creed. There you go. Dang, he has been around for there a while. And that's another character. <laughs> Rocky. Rocky. Uh, one. I know at least Rocky one. You hated him. Yeah, but by Rocky Four, he's sitting there crying when he died. Well, Rocky One and Rocky Two, he, he they face each other. Rocky One and Rocky Two. Rocky One kind of went to no contest. Rocky Two, Rocky beat him. Rocky Three was the clever lane, Mister T, and then Rocky Four was he was the trainer for uh, Rocky. You know, and got knocked out. By so he's Rocky. great at playing characters that you don't like when he's you first meet him. Yeah, it's good. At the end of the day, and then you realize, you know what? There's a lot of depth to that character. His story arc in the Mandalorian has been great. Yeah, and uh, but all of Mando's uh, uh, contacts, like even the 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 little guy that is only in a couple episodes. What was what was his thing that he kept saying? I've spoken. I have. I have spoken. That's it. Spoken. He's like, you shut up. What's done? I I have spoken. spoken. Well. Speaking of which, let's let's get to what we're going to. Yeah, this is the whole reason why about, we wanted to talk about this. Yeah. So the the plan is they're going to take this hijacked uh, freighter. They're going to chase it with Slave One and try to get into the ship, and that's going to be the way uh, into the Imperial freighter. That's going to be the way they get in, and they have to sail it a certain way. And they've got their their fire team on this uh, on this ship that's being chased by, Imperial, by Slave the One. Imperial ship they hijacked. So yeah. they're they're literally flying as fast as they can toward the ship. They're like, hey, we're coming in. We got to come in, and they're getting ready to send Tie Fighters. They have to abandon the Tie Fighters yeah. to get everybody out of the way. They crash land, and then as soon as they crash land, I'm like, okay, you know, they're going to kind of set this up. Whatever. No, they just jump out and just start shooting people left, right, and sideways. Yeah, and it's the. It's the four women that lead the yeah. charge yeah. and just mow people down. And see, there's like, a there's a right way and a wrong way of doing that. And I thought they did it the right way. Oh, absolutely. Because they're incredible characters. Yeah. Right. Well, you got two Mandalorians who just are just awesome at everything they do. Then you got Cara Dune coming out with the, the, the heavy weapon. And then you got an assassin that's like sneaking around and drop kicking. I mean, it's... It was like they were making stormtroopers play toys. Like, yeah. just absolutely. Well, to be fair, them. it's pretty easy to make stormtroopers. Well, that's true. <laughs> but like the bridge scene where uh, they get trapped on that bridge with the the air lock underneath yeah. them, and two Mandalorians jump off, and they clear off one section. Yeah, and they, and the, then the, they come the, back up. And yeah, the stormtroopers awesome. come yeah. from each side and kind of bottle them in. All of yeah. a sudden, they come up and just make make nothing out of them. Like. So while all this and that's is going how Mandalorians on, are supposed to be. Yeah, they're, they're beyond elite. Yeah. So while this is going on, Mando is is they were his diversion. Right. They were his diversion, so he could go and find the child. So when and in the process, he's got to try to lock out the the elite. right. They they know about the dark troopers. The mm-hmm. scientist has talked talked to him about the dark troopers. So there's this whole scene, and it's amazing too, about him trying to lock out the dark troopers, and he barely gets there well he gets there just a little bit too late and one of them gets out and this this is this is relevant to the rest of the story here yeah 
So he gets them all sent out. He gets the door shut. One gets out, and he is just beating the crap out of him. Like, there's just no way. <laughs> like, Mando, yeah. Mando, At one point, he's got up. his head up in the wall, and he's just hitting him. And, it made and, me think of uh, the whole... Uh, the Hulk bus. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Yeah. yeah. Sleep, sleep, sleep. So, and and thankfully the Beskar is is such good armor that all it's doing is denting the ship. It's not denting his helmet, but it's literally he's punching his <laughs> head <laughs> into, the, into the wall of the ship. So, um, I, I mean, for, Mando throws every weapon he's got. At yes. Thing. Literally every weapon he throws, basically throws at this took thing. Everything he had. We know how awesome he is. Yeah. We've it took seen everything it. he had to take down one. And he finally gets it with the Beskar spear. Right. And, and so he gets the one, he releases the air duct, and the rest of the 20-ish, whatever, uh, uh, dark troopers go flying out in space. And you're thinking, okay, that's great. So he ends up into the prison cell. And that's where um, Gideon Gideon is with Grogu. And um, Mando is kind of borrowing with him. He's like, hey, look, I just want the kid. I'm not here here for your dark saber, which is, I know, something we wanted to talk about. And again, Um, Gideon's standing there, and he's telling him what his team's doing right now. Yes. Just to foreshadow, you know, how good Gideon is at staying ahead of them. Right. They're all on the bridge. They're looking for me, but guess what? I'm here because I'm one step ahead. And, and Gideon's quote unquote bartering with Mendo, but he's planning the whole time. Right. At, you know, at the end of you realize he's just planning the whole time. So they kind of make a compromise that hey, you give me the kid. Here's my blaster. I'm out of here. He picks up the kid. By the time he starts picking up the kid, you hear the lightsaber come out. The dark. The dark saber come out, and. A battle ensues. So we've got the Valscar spear, which again cannot be penetrated by any sort of lightsaber, uh, versus the dark saber, which has got its own lore um, that you can find through a lot of the animated stuff, honestly, and comic um, books and the comic books and stuff. So um, the battle ensues. Good battle, by the way. Very well directed, I thought. Gideon held up a fight. Yeah, yeah he did. Dude's got some training. Um. Of course, Mando wins, and he uh, gets the lightsaber. Well, one of the things... Dark saber. Dark saber. We all know it's a freaking lightsaber, okay? Anyway... No, it's a dark saber. Shut up. I hate both of you. I hate it when y'all get together. I hate when both of y'all get together. Um, So anyway, he wins wins the battle, gets the dark saber. Little backstory, uh, uh, one of the other Mandalorians... Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan... She is the princess of Mandalore, the the planet. She's from one of the houses of yeah, Mandalore. Yeah, she but her she goal wants to get it to back. Reunite. Basically, yeah. you had to have this in order to state claim to the throne of the Mandalore, throne, which is again in the lore. Right, and it's weird that the whole thing is you have to win it in battle. So she states it, that she wants to beat uh, Gideon in battle. You know, find him. That's fine, but leave him for me. I've got to beat him so I can get this dark saber for right. Me. And here's what unbeknownst you, to here's what Mando. you may not realize about when he l- talks about she already knows why. If you remember, at, it's, it's the end of Clone War. No, it's the end of Rebel or in, during the Rebels that uh, they give her that dark saber. Yeah. So she's been given the dark saber to rule uh, uh, that her people wants. Right. And Rebels. at some point, she's she's been bested well, in she, battle. So. So the, the what they're setting up there is she did not win it in battle the first time. The first time. time. 
uh, if they keep it all, did, Sabine, Sab- Sabine uh, won it the first time and then gave it to her to rule over the people. So she was never really the rightful ruler. I wonder if they're going to bring Sabine in. in. I don't know. I'd love if they did. But, you know, she was never really the rightful ruler because she didn't really win it in combat. So now, if you knew that, this is kind of playing into that. So for Gideon to get it, was she bested in combat? Perhaps. uh, Or was it just stolen from her? Don't know. I'm trying to think the timeline But that's what they're kind of saying. But we do know that Mandalorian won it in battle. Right. Right, so and Gideon knew this, by the way. <laughs> right, that's what I'm talking about. Because that, that's whenever he said, "You're going to spare my life." This should be interesting. Yeah, because he's like, "Okay, and, let's see how this is going to go." Because you don't know what I know. Right, about I her. like how it's like she has to best you in battle. Oh, fine, I yield. Yeah, I yield. <laughs> but here the reason why he didn't she want wouldn't it. take it that some people might not know is because she's already been in that position and it didn't work out well. Because she's already accepted it without so combat, trial okay. by combat. She anyway. hasn't earned it. That's right. right. So that great, might, great character writing again. Yeah, so that's something that some people might not know is she's already been given it okay. and it didn't go well. So I got that's you. why she's contemplating like what I got to do here. I got you. And before that could happen, so <laughs> so um, Mando takes Gideon to the bridge. Um, it's okay, we won. We got the we got the right. Here's here here's the Grogu. bad guy. We've got Grogu. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the uh, dark troopers that were out in space. They get out back in space. In. They've hey, they've got thrusters because they're basically Iron Man. Well, they um, did fly Groku to the they ship. Did. <laughs> they did. But uh, anyway, they come back. So they're all making their march toward the bridge, and they land on the bridge that they foreshadowed in the fight scene leading to the br- bridge when yeah. the Mandalorians jumped off and right. jet back back up. Right. So that was again them showing you, hey, this is how this works. Sure. Because they can fall through and they can come back up yeah. to that airlock. Solid matter can, but mm-hmm. I guess oxygen and whatnot can't escape to it. It's an airlock, right? So and see, all this was set up by Gideon. He he was mm-hmm. he He's was ahead. Mm-hmm. He was a step but he ahead. Couldn't, he didn't foresee what happened next. So he, he's noticing. Gideon is noticing all these dark troopers coming back. He says, "Hey, it took everything you had just to beat one. Here comes a whole army of them. What are you going to do?" And they start pounding the door down. And, right. And so they all march. They come down this big, long hallway, and there's a there's an airlock door, and they just start pounding it and pounding it. And the more they pound it, the door is just slowly starting to open. And Gideon's face the whole time. Like and he's just smug, got this He's got this smug, grrr. bad guy, you know, blood coming out. I've been defeated Crap already. Grin. Yeah. You may have defeated me, but, but I want But I'm, I'm going to have yeah. it. Because he even makes a statement that they're going to come in here, and they're going to kill everybody except for me and the child. Yeah. And that's just it. But then all of a sudden... The alarms start going off, and you start oh, looking. X-wings. This, the this X-way. Here. Oh, oh wait, way, no, it's one X-wing. Did, you, did y'all yeah. hear the alarm going off? Yes. Did you realize that it's the original alarm yes. from the original trilogy? Yes. Wow. Yep. Wow. They use the same one. Like, oh, one X-wing. We're saved. Yeah, because they're they're kind of like, oh, well, it's just one. All right, let's see how this works. At out. that moment, I didn't know. I didn't either. I had no clue. I just who thought, was this? Oh, it's an I was like, oh, is Ahsoka coming in an X-wing? So, like, and I, that's that's kind of where I went. So. They're pounding, they're pounding, they're pounding. All of a sudden, this X-wing shows up, and all of a sudden, these these uh, dark troopers stop. They completely stop everything they're doing. And then, I guess the ones that are left because they don't disperse from that area, do they? They turn around and start standing guard. Right. They they turn around, but there's others that are with within the confines of of the ship. Correct. Mm-hmm. Am, yeah. I, am yeah. I saying that correctly? Yeah, I, I don't, don't want to. Really I don't want to misspeak. I didn't count how many there were, but there was a lot. Yeah. So then you see in the security monitors, you see a hooded figure walking down the hall, t- 
towards the bridge, and it's like, okay, who's this? At that point, I still didn't know. I didn't you see a lightsaber come out, and it's black, black and white. And white. It's yeah. black and white, and yeah. take it starts taking down dark troopers. And I it takes was down like, three in like a second. Yeah, and I'm still thinking Ahsoka, but Ahsoka, I'm like, why yeah. she, she's she's so awesome. She's not even using her second. Right, <laughs> she took down three of them. Yeah. But then it cuts up. You see Moff Gideon's face, and it is sheer terror. Yeah, he's that actor did a great job. He's like here, here's it because somebody said it's a Jedi because they saw the saber. Yeah, and his his face just goes like holy crap. Once he starts seeing the carnage, I think he he knew who it was, right? Because he would know he was in the IFB. Is it IFB? Uh, well, the dude's wearing a freaking Darth Vader costume. <laughs> yeah, he probably worships him. Yeah. So you know he it's knows the Dollar about General yeah. version of Darth Vader costume. Wait, no, 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 is that no, dude no, no, Halloween's no. over? You gotta realize how <laughs> you gotta realize where this is taking place after uh, the fall of the Empire. Like they, there's not a whole lot of knowledge that they just know a Jedi's helped the Empire fall, but they didn't really know who it was or anything. Well, so any Jedi, but he's in the IFB, he's up so there. He, he probably knows, knows. right? He I knows bet he knows that so Luke Skywalker went on that second Death but Star and left. It's the reason why nobody it. else knew who he was. Yeah, you gotta realize that after uh, Fall of Empire, nobody really knew who had taken down the Empire. You know, nobody knew it was Luke, or few people knew it was Luke. I bet he was one of them. Yeah, I'm sure he was, but this is the reason why everybody else in that room is not like. But but oh, after that shot, anyway, we get to a shot that shot, shows a green lightsaber. That's yeah. when I knew. I, I was like, uh uh-uh, uh. Uh-uh, I was like, oh my gosh, they ain't gonna do it. So so they go through these several several different camera angles as as this Jedi figure uh, is, and, and you start seeing like, the glove. You see the glove. I see the yep. glove, and yep. I said, no way. You saw the belt. Like. That was the same belt he had in uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay. And he's just mowing, he's just mowing them down. And Absolutely then he, a master Jedi. Yeah. And then he he finally makes his way to the hallway where all these have basically congregated. <laughs> that was so awesome. And 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 just a little backstory. Hammy called me the Friday that it came out early, and he said, "Hey, have you watched this yet?" And I said, "No, I haven't." He said, "You need to watch it because it's restored every every bit of my faith in Star Wars <laughs> that maybe they can actually correct this abomination that they've had." But he said that this scene where he's coming down this hallway completely reminded him of Rogue One, and it yeah. did. I yeah, said, I said, think of the Vader scene in Rogue absolutely. One. Have that in mind while you watch this. Right. That's exactly. That's, that's what I just said to you. Yeah. When you said, yeah, that's why we didn't like, say anything. Yeah. It was funny how we we'd all been on the same. Because I mean, the parallels is a, were a mirror incredible. image of Darth Vader's scene. Yeah. It was so don't like, get in a hallway with a Skywalker and a lot. <laughs> But it's still a beautiful writing again. Yeah. Well, and it's a callback. Absolutely. It's all callback. I mean, it, it's been done once before. It was successful. Why not, you know, go ahead and emulate it and well, say, hey, look. Here's the, is... That's how you do a callback. Not make episode seven shot for shot episode four. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke is coming through using the force. I mean, and and just mowing them down like we've said numerous times. A hot knife he gets butter. The, he gets to the last one. He just uses, he just literally just Ooh. takes it and just crushes it like, like, like crushing a soda can. can. Yeah. yeah. So finally, make our, our uh, Mando <laughs> takes up the child and is like, "Hey, let's let him let in." Him Everybody's in. like, "No, you, no, we're not doing that. No say? way." Because you know, like you and I discussed, if he wanted to, no one's going to stop him. Yeah. yeah. There's nobody in that room that could. And they knew him. it all together. They wouldn't have been able to stop him. So Mando opens up the door, comes in. It's Luke Skywalker. It's 
Hold on, like that shot when it opens the door and it's all the steam mm-hmm. and you just see the the There's, green lightsaber and, the and then he slowly the walks cloak, in the cloak. Yeah, and then he undoes undoes the veil well, like <laughs> like all Jedi's do. Yep, by the exactly. Way. Like, like I imagine when he turns the lightsaber off, everyone in there's like, oh thank God, oh, thank <laughs> you. So, and I like how calmly he passed the saber to his other hand and put it up. Yep, just kind of show you, hey, hey now, we're good. Now he takes the hood off and it's Luke. Why did you? How did you feel about the CGI? It was was wasn't CGI. Well, kind I guess it is. But it it's is. Called a, it's called a deep fake. Is right. The, yeah. Which means it's di- it's different than how they did, uh, like in the uh, well, Princess Leia when they did her. Well, mainly it's because not the same thing. that was Mark Hamill. Right. Okay. It's just they deep faked young Mark Hamill well, over also present the, Mark Hamill. Uh, deep fake usually is faster. Than doing what usually the way they did him and they the way they did the oh, what's his name the commander uh, that was dead he was Tarkin the, Tarkin yeah the way they the way they did Commander Tarkin in the latest uh, trilogy is different CGI like the deep fake takes qu- is quicker what was the Jimmy Hoffa thing that came on Netflix it was like four hours long the movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, the movie that had uh, Robert De Niro and uh, Joe Pesci in it, and Casino. they no, it's a different one. Anyway, they did the, they did the same thing basically, yeah. where they come in and it was the same actors. They just yeah made them look a lot younger. So I heard a couple of theories there. One, they might have been running out of time, so they did a deep fake. Okay, but if it was really um, yeah, it was, it was Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. Then they probably that's probably the only thing they could do because usually the other way you get a character with similar face structure, which I guess he so, should have. So face yeah, structure. Sebastian's saying, have you seen people like put Luke's haircut? on I him? know, absolutely. That's that's what they sh- give that man a contract. Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Why do they not have him walk? I mean, he's I under- a Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, but I understand why. You I think maybe for that Hamill. shot, you wanted you re- you wanted actual Luke with. A little CG yeah. help. Yeah. Well, I, I think if they do I, a Luke show or, or having or yeah. having yeah. in the future, I think they will go with. They're actor. in the valley of whatever they call that, the valley of disbelief, right yeah. in there. So, for what they did for, at first glance, I thought it was good. When you when you look at it and you're not so immersed in the story and you're looking at the details, right. you can kind of see it, it's like uh, it didn't it didn't okay. pull me out of the story. Let's put it that way. Right. It went so bad it pulled me out right, of the story, exactly. but it looked a little too not. It wasn't but see, real at the enough, same time, but, I think I think, but Favreau, it did its job. Yes, oh, it yeah. did its job. And I think Favreau and those guys also know that hey, if we start throwing a younger guy in here at this point, we're going to have a revolt because that's kind of what you got with Solo. You know, you can't get Harrison well, Ford to do that movie, regardless of how much CGI you do yeah. on his face. Right. And that was always the backlash. What well, doesn't he look like Harrison Ford? Well, no crap. Only Harrison Ford is going to look. Like I had Harrison no problem Ford. with that. I didn't have any issues with it either. You have I to get look what past you're saying that. though, because it's it's almost like now that we've everyone approves of this. I think people will be more open to Luke being recast. Right. Right. But th- at that moment though, and, and, and that whole moment when I first watched it. It was such a surreal feeling because for so long I wanted to I wanted to see in live action something after Return of the Jedi, and, I, and right. seven eight nine was and not this it. Is only seven eight nine was just straight up diarrhea. Well, this is only this, this was what I wanted. This is what I've wanted since I was a kid. This is only this a few is only years. Six years after yeah. Uh, yeah. Return of the Jedi. So we're getting Luke in his freaking and prime. There's then that's yeah exactly. He's had six years to become a master Jedi. 
but it's also the reason why not everybody knows who he is yet because it's still not known, well known in the galaxy of who took the Empire down. So, to finish up the story, um, Mando is trying to get Grogu, baby Yoda, to go with him. He kind of doesn't want to. Oh, man. Luke says he's... No, he wanted to. He just he wanted wanted permission, but he's asking he's asking you for permission, right? Yeah. So then they go, and then at the end of the episode, shows his face. Mando takes off his helmet, so it's kind of a touching moment. R two D two comes up. R two D two comes up. I have a freaking meltdown because you didn't tell me that one was coming. I'm like, oh my god, it's R two D two. So totally nerded out on that. I was I was on borderline of shedding a tear there. It was good. Man, that was good. I like how Clint's like, oh, Boba Fett. Luke Skywalker, I sleep. <laughs> R two D two. It wasn't no no because I I, I freaked out. Who's been in every movie? Yeah, <laughs> I freaked out when it was Boba Fett too. Now I, I had yeah, an I idea that it was that it was Luke. You know, just based on some of the little keys there. And they do a good job of getting Boba Fett out of there, so there's not a conflict when Luke oh, shows been, up. See, yeah. see, I want to see Luke and Boba Fett meet. I want to see Ahsoka Tano and meet Luke. Luke. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. You but know there's so many possibilities because they, Ahsoka and Boba Fett's got their own shows coming. So, so yeah, we we get to the end of the episode. Baby Yoda goes with Luke. All's happy and and and, and well. Not a hundred percent sure where the Mando's going to go from here. We'll see. I think it's going mean, to. He can stand on his own without. Yeah, Baby I, I think so. Absolutely, I think can. it's going to get more into the dark saber well, of Mandalore. That that team, that's true. That team standing that. on that bridge when Luke turns around and leaves. That team, I'll follow anything they do with that team right now. Like yeah. they don't need a Baby Yoda to write that. It's story. like an Avengers TV show right there. A Mandalorian Avengers, right? So Does it get any better? You go through the you go through the end credits. Beskar beats everything. <laughs> That would be great if, if when Luke got there, he looks over at Gideon and he's like, dude, why are you dressed like my dad? <laughs> well, it's kind of like... Uh, but by the way, that ends off with Mando standing there with a Darksaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's where we're going to go. I mean, I, I, I'm I, 100% sure we'll see more Grogu in the future. I don't oh, know absolutely. They, they and maybe it, it might not be... Baby and, Yoda might be... Toddler Yoda, <laughs> but yeah, teenage Yoda. Well, I don't know. Fifty years, he's still a baby. That's true. But but then my question starts coming in with so Grogu goes with Luke to get training, but like hold that like six or seven. Hold, hold that. Sure? Hold that. Okay. Hold that. End of the episode. There's a teaser. Boba Fett walks into the thieves or to the. Um, Bounty Guild, Bounty Hunters Guild, I guess. No, Jabba's Palace. Jabba's, Jabba's Palace. Palace. I know where yeah. it is, but I mean, that's basically... And by the way, I have another question about that. That's his... That was his second hand? Yes. Dude? Big Fortuna. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He got Why fat. Did that? <laughs> well, of course, he's got Jabba's... They don't have to do anything. And now Boba Fett's going to get fat. But how, <laughs> how did the Huts allow him to sit on the, on a Hut throne? I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just... Maybe he's a Hut cousin. Maybe. Know. Maybe he's a family maybe, member. Or maybe they're running out of Maybe he's not on the throne. Maybe he's just got the palace. Because... because uh, Someone else is ruling it from somewhere else. Because... Uh, well, let's think about the timeline there. How long is it since uh, Princess Leia choked out Jabba? Six years. Is it six years yeah. now? Six, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah around the same time. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Six, seven, so eight, he's just been right chilling and nobody's asked questions for six years? Oh, that was so funny because second I saw in command it, it comes like, first command. Yeah, I sure, so, yeah. I saw. I was like, "Oh, hey, it's Bib Fortuna." Oh, there goes Bib Fortuna. <laughs> <laughs> it's really that—that that was his whole 
purpose was to die. But I, you know, I'm just I'm glad it was to Boba Fett. Though. Oh, yeah. absolutely. So anyway, they set and up this he, whole new series. He for sits Boba down, Fett. and uh, Dad Gun forgot her Fennec. name. Phoenix <laughs> grabs the alcohol and. That blue, was a cool shot. Blue alcohol. Yeah. No, Finnick. That's antifreeze. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a that was an awesome shot. So that that's one of the things that they've officially teased now. Like as mm-hmm. far as some sort of media, not not print media, but some sort of media. They confirmed the that that's been confirmed bit. for next year, December of twenty twenty one. Why are they gotta make us wait a whole year for I don't that? know. That's why I'm saying they need to space this out. Just give us a it. whole year of it. I, I agree. Oh Plus, I want a Mandalorian. And then come right from that into this. And from right back to this. Into, yeah, absolutely. So I don't want to be watching all these three storylines. You gotta remember time. too, we're still under the pandemic, so we don't know what kind of Let's try, try schedule how, they can how they can So what all's been confirmed? There's there's Obi Wan. Uh, uh, Ahsoka Ahsoka. Uh, Boba Fett Boba Fett and Rangers the Rangers. Republic. Yeah. Personally, I would like to see something with Darth Maul. Uh, Let's think about... He's kind of dead. Yeah, he's dead. He's is not he? dead. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, yeah, he is. He's 100% dead. He's 100% and dead. And Rebels dead? Obi- yeah, you, you see his whole story in Rebels. Yeah, you okay. sure do. Yeah, Obi-Wan so, kills him. Well, I know... Go I know, watch Rebels. I know it's Clone Wars. Christmas wish. Yeah. I know in Clone Wars... It's a Christmas Wars. miracle. Yeah. <laughs> I know in Clone Wars, he came back, and it was mm-hmm. a, yeah. he was in the whole entire a thing. good story there, arc. So. They did, again, they did a great story arc with... I liked his story arc of yeah. coming back, and... Uh, and he had stuff to do with the Darksaber and Mandalore, yes, too. Yes, he did. Uh, he did some. I mean, he played a good bad guy, and then in Rebels, you really start seeing his inner struggle. So, and then you see Obi Wan giving peace. So, <laughs> going back to what you were about. <laughs> Here's so your going, peace. <laughs> so, going back to what you were about to talk about. Uh huh. Go with it. Okay. Now. So after this ends, Grogu goes with Luke mm-hmm. to training. I assume to the school that. Luke sets up to sure. start retraining the Jedi right. Order. So six, seven years from when he leaves the sh- with Grogu, six, seven years later, uh, theoretically in the Chronicles, uh, uh, Ren. Kylo Ren apparently is supposed to burn every- the school down and run off with some of the pupils and kill the rest. Right. So, so Hammy's theory on this is... Well, here's the thing. I, I don't know how much of this is wishful thinking, <laughs> all of more it. than rumor. But there are a lot, a lot of people that are really hoping that in some capacity, the Disney trilogy is retconned. Right. But also now it's up for, um, you know, we know that happened from the movie standpoint. We know uh, Luke's how Luke describes yeah, it. We know one point of view in the in the comics. Uh, Kylo Ren doesn't really mean to do that, you know. He, Your he, face right now, always people yeah. can see that. Doesn't mean uh, to do that, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, you know. So Luke kind of raises up a, a lightsaber in a moment of weakness. Uh, uh, Kylo Ren loses it, upset, loses control of his power, sets the school on fire. Blah blah blah. And right. he's, you know, in the comics, he's like, "Oh my god, what have I done?" And he tries to run in there and save some. Right. So some could have survived and got out of there. Or that something. might not have been the only school. That could have been. Not, that's that's right. It could have been more. He could have had some set up in different places. And, and uh, also, honestly, you got, Grogu could have gotten out. You got seven years before that happens so that we might see a Grogu. St- I'm wondering, you know, like. Oh, I uh, don't think Disney retcons it. I just, I just. The, uh, well, here's the thing. The main thing they've got to retcon is Luke's behavior in the Last Jedi. 
just the way he was hating the Jedi and all this and that. It's just it's yeah, but he kind wasn't of Luke. makes up for that in the Rise of Skywalker a little because mm. he because he comes back, you know, Ghost Luke. He comes but back that and was, makes up with that was some of that not anyway. the Luke people were waiting to see. No, I think that was a lot of tension between actor and and director there. Right, that was More a lot of anything. tension between director and reality. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm of the school of thought that I wish that they would just come out and say, "Okay, seven, eight, nine didn't happen." Yeah. Or or we're going to diverge here and. Split some the timeline, some some, kind of... yeah, something's gonna happen. This is a whole different story, right? So you don't have to have that in the back of your mind. Well, J.J. Abrams does really good with split timelines, so <laughs> that's literally like sitting there thinking, like, if man, he can I'm, get some better riders, I'm be okay. really, I'm really enjoying this meal, but I know at the end of it, someone's gonna come in and punch me in the face. <laughs> when when you when you've got that in the back of your mind that seven, eight, and nine are coming up, yeah. So wrapping all this up. Things that we don't like. We've kind of held this to the end. I, I can't. I can't say there was anything that I didn't like. I don't yeah. think I didn't like. It. Uh, there was no point of well, watching you, that you, show. You had that said one episode. the one episode. There was one episode that, was and it's more slow. of a cutesy episode it more than anything slow. else. Uh, you know, I like the Frog Lady because she made me think of Chrono Trigger. <laughs> and I'm not saying anything bad about the, the character at all. It was just the the story really really slowed down that episode. Right, it's like, and hey, we've got to make another episode. We need to fill this limited in action. You know, yeah, right. they fought the the Spy- spider thing. spiders, yeah. spiders from Frozen. Uh, you know, the ship but, gets damaged, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Got to patch it. And, you know, you but know. but to me, the most memorable thing about that whole entire art of that story was Yoda, <laughs> baby, baby Yoda, Yoda eating, 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 eating the babies, yeah. the baby fish people. He's like Ooh, that frog looks people, good. frog people, yeah, whatever, frog people. same thing. No, they're really not. Oh my I gosh. don't know their, their <laughs> name, but yeah, and so many people got up in arms my, about that. But my I biggest mean. complaint is is the the differences in the show run times. I don't bother me at all because one they're is they're all too tw- short. Well, yeah, and I, and I agree with that. See, I'm almost to the. I'm almost. And I don't think I'll ever be, but I'm almost. I feel like I'm almost to the point of just waiting until it's all the way over so I can watch it start to finish and be done with it. Well, I'm glad they don't try to extend some. By adding filler and yeah, I don't stuff. want filler. Yeah, like, but sometimes you go like the first episode was over forty minutes. The first episode of this season was over forty minutes. Yeah. Well, then yeah, like the course. third episode was like twenty three minutes. I was like, oh come on now, y'all got to give me a little more than that. Yeah. You know, at least average them. At least make it where well, the average is. Now more like 30 you say minutes. that, but at the same time, I'm kind of glad that they're not restricted. By a, yeah. making everything fit in a That's TV true. segment, I, I'm with Alex. That's true because you know the the stereotype is, hey, you got com- these many commercial breaks, and you got to have this much of content, make it happen no matter what. And they're not confined by that. It's just like this is the story for yeah. this episode. If it's 45 minutes long, do it. If it's 25 minutes long, do it. So they're not putting a bunch of crappy filler in yeah. there. Do huh? what you need to to tell the best story. Yeah. I mean, and it's basically like they're just taking it and they're just trying to chop it up. But you're getting the whole meal. Do y'all... Make the whole meal better. Yeah. It's a 16-course meal so far. <laughs> yeah. So do y'all think... What What do y'all think of the weekly release? I'm fine with it. Yeah, it's fine. It, you know what it gives me... Uh, it reminds me of... It, it makes Lost. talking points. Yep. Yeah. It yep. makes talking points for a whole week, yep. a whole 10 week, well, 12 weeks. There's very, you got the week before and the week after, more or less. There's been very few shows that I uh, get excited weeks. about. 
Yeah. Uh, and and it, this is one of Lost was the one that, you know, we used to watch on a weekly basis, and we would talk theories the whole week about it because we were such nerds about that show. And this gives me those vibes. Yeah. So that's how excited I see, I, I wasn't in that, that group with you guys watching Lost. I, I had to experience it more or less on my own. Later on. I think you up. lose something when you get it all at once. You do. You do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that anticipation... Because every time the Mandalorian ends, I go, dang, i got to wait another week. Another year. Well, yeah, right, yeah, now, oh, it's yeah, another right year. now it's another year. Well, remember uh, Lost, how we'd sit there and come up with theories and stuff? Between seasons? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah between episodes. Gosh, I remember watching the last episode of season five at your house, or your parents' house with, yeah. the, with Eric G. So how many seasons do you think this goes? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it's di- let, let's get to reality. At the end of the day, it's still Disney, so they're going to milk it for everything that it's worth. Right. And they will probably run it into the ground. Do you think that, that Disney runs Favreau and uh, Filoni? Filoni into the ground? Uh, I think they, I think they'd walk away before they allow Disney to run them in the ground. Yeah. I think they're such loyal Star Wars fans. At the end of the day, I think they're massive Star Wars fans that they're going to walk away before they have a hand in destroying something like that. Well, I got a question for you guys. That you know we're getting all these shows, and we've got great stuff with the Mandalorian. What would you like to see from a Favreau Filoni team in in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, I know you mentioned the Darth Maul thing, but yeah, in the Star Darth Wars Maul universe. or Darth Vader, I'm I'm more dark side. Like, well, we got Maul and Vader already. I mean, we know their entire stories, story arc. Yeah, yeah, but there's some there's some time between. Well, no, I guess not because it ended. If it ain't so, covered in yeah. on screen, it's covered in the in the book or comic books. How, how about you? I mean, I mean I stuff stuff maybe from the comics or the games or the uh, books that you would like to see. Them. Are they gonna do? Well, they're doing. Uh, um, as far as the clone troopers go, are they gonna do anything with them? Because they got the Bad Batch coming out. That's is that the comic books that they're releasing? I don't know. Look. I'd like that to be a... Re, uh, yeah, at what point do the clone troopers go away? Seems like they had a built-in like they, expiration like, yes, date. Yeah, they died at a certain age. Most of them did. And then you have Rex and them that live a little bit longer just because they were main characters, so they got years after that. Preferable treatment. <laughs> and then but, you got Boba, Boba Fett, Fett, but he was gene- he's genetically modified to live a normal Yeah. Life. No, he's un- he's unaltered. Well, yeah, he doesn't have that built into him, so right. he'll, he'll live normal. Okay, so see, I'm 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 oblivious to that. So they they basically programmed them or had them only live so long, and they yeah, like the stormtroopers you see now, they're all they're all like volunteers and yeah. and recruits, and scripted, and, you know, stuff like that. Me personally, I want to see something from the old republic. I would like to say now, if you go, if we're going to tie all this back up to a video game, I do remember Knights of the Old Republic and how great I, a game that I was. I would love to see Revan, yes, in live action form. Yeah, you know, a lot of people want Keanu Reeves to play. <laughs> they better hurry up. He's going to be too old. But I don't know, man. He, he might be immortal. <laughs> I don't know. Bill and Ted Three looks really bad. They, they, they. I've heard it's a lot of fun. They show their age really bad. Well, they, they know it. I it's mean, been forty years. I don't think they're they're trying to sit there and you know pull the wool over your eyes. I think they know what they got and they're gonna play it. But I, I would really like to see uh, Revan in live action form and that whole story. Maybe 
you know, the Mandalorian War, because that's where he got his start. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe even Knights of the Republic in that form, because I love that. That's that's the best Star Wars Yeah, the, the Bad Batch, they are revising the Star Wars, the Clone Wars. They are bringing it back. Okay, good. And so that's where the Bad Batch are at. They're right, going to add that to it. And that's February of next so Yeah, but the, but there's so much like February 21, 2020, the version they debuted. And again, oh, and again since that then. since I'm Disney sorry. has taken over a lot of the expanded universe stuff, we don't know what's going to stay Change. and what's going to go. Yeah. Like there's so much even before like you got the MMO Old Republic takes place 300 years after Knights Old Republic, which was the big massive war between Jedi and Sith. Right. And then you had Knights Old Republic before that, you had some other Sith that come up, like Exar Kun, you know, characters I'm sure you don't know about, but uh, no idea. Games, other Star Wars ner- nerds know. Well, all like Darth Bane. Are, are I've heard of Darth Bane. And I, and I would like to see, like, Typhon. They showed Typhon. Back yeah. when the Jedi first really started on, Ted, on Typhon, and they didn't even have lightsabers. They just had, like, swords they could charge with the Force. And when the first Dark Jedi branched off left, found Korriban, found this species called the Sith and just kind of adopted their name and became the Sith. Uh, like some of that real way back ancient you know, uh, yeah, stuff. Also, you know, if you start getting into the games and the book stuff, there's not just the dark side and the light side. Or no, Jedi there's, there's Sith. the Dathomir Witches, the yeah. Jinsari. You, the, 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 uh, A lot of other Force users. Yeah, there's a bunch of Force users that the, they haven't made it to... On screen yet, or live action yet? The Dathomir witches and were a, in uh, the Fallen Order game. Okay, uh, well, Ahsoka, Ahsoka is kind of they're kind of. I think her series is probably going to go down one of those paths because she's not Jedi yeah. or. So you had the Gray Jedi yep. who branched off Jedi. from the Jedi, yeah. and that's basically where she's at. Yeah, and I think that's where her because she's not a Jedi anymore. She denounced it uh, in Clone Wars again. Go watch Clone Wars. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, I mean, sir. If you, I mean, if you like, if you like the story, Star Wars yeah, story, is great. Art, uh, you got to go watch the Clone Wars. It's Absolutely, a, a ton of story there. Yeah. A ton. Not just you get way more Anakin in it when Anakin was Anakin. There's uh, your Vader. There's yeah, your, there's your. You Vader wanted Vader art. and Maul. We yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, you want to see a Vader? And it's art. from Darth. Or from, I said Darth Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then if you still enjoy this, uh, uh, you can go to watch Star Wars Rebels, which yeah. continues. That yeah, it's a different of, animation, though. It is. That's, it's a little more cartoony. cartoony I, I mean, yeah. they're both cartoons, but that, Rebels is a little more cartoony, but the story arc in that's good, especially Ahsoka's story arc. Right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Guys, I appreciate it. Uh, this has been fun going back down and getting your guys' takes yeah, on all this. It's been over an hour. Been over an hour so if you've, if you've made it all the way through with us, let us know uh, if, how you enjoyed it or if you enjoy things like this because, you know, honestly, I think we get a better podcast out of doing this, not and just centralized around the game Tell or whatnot, them what so. you'd like to see Disney do with Star Wars. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hit us up on social media. Uh, all that stuff's still there, believe it or not. So let us know what you guys think. Share with a friend. Let them know that we're still around and live and kicking. Uh, and if do yourself a favor. Go listen to uh, Nick and Brandon's podcast, Talk or Go Home. I've been on uh, the first two episodes um, this season. So 
go uh, go have a listen there too. So plenty of uh, plenty of contact going around. I don't know what I just said. Contact or yeah. content? Content. Yeah, I think you like contact. Yeah. No, we can't. Hey, we, we've just Social literally, history. we've literally almost went three hours on podcasts back yeah. to back. So, guys, we appreciate it, and we'll see you on the flip side.